Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Hello, I'm Phil Blizzard in Dubai with the latest Travelwise podcast, a special podcast, Dubai It's Open, on the day that Dubai opens its doors, you could say, to travelers, both leisure and business, in an effort to kickstart the travel, hospitality, and tourism industry in a big effort to boost the economy of the UAE. So in this special Dubai is Open podcast, we'll be taking a look at uh, news from the airlines based in Dubai, Emirates and Fly Dubai, also some of the carriers who will be flying from Europe into Dubai itself. And we also hear from Sir Tim Clark, President and CEO of Emirates. But first, let's start with some of the latest aviation news. Travel-wise news. News from Emirates Airline, Fly Dubai, and first of all, well, Emirates really, and their newest sponsorship partner, the French football club Olympique Lyonnais, displayed the special one-off football shirt, uh, the players did, Dubai is open, blazing across the front of their shirt, at a friendly match in France last Saturday when... Uh, uh, Olympic Lions played against OGC Nice in Nice last Saturday, showcasing the fact that uh, Dubai is open. Now, moving on to Emirates Airline and their destinations, they've uh, they're continuing to add travel options really for customers. With the recent announcement that they will restart passenger flight to uh, Glasgow in Scotland on July the fifteenth, Marley in the Maldives on the sixteenth, and just a few days ago on July the first, they uh, commenced flights to Cairo and uh, Tunis, uh, bringing Emirates Network to 52 destinations during the month of July, with uh, convenient connections between the hub in Dubai, of course, Middle East, Africa, Asia Pacific, Europe, and the Americas. Um, okay, so there you go. Travel-wise news. Fly Dubai, well, they are commencing their regular passenger services as of today. Their first flight was to the capital of Afghanistan, Kabul, and uh, they are commencing their regular passenger services with 20, uh, flights to 24 destinations across Africa, Asia, Europe, and the Middle East. And they hope to expand that number to 66 during uh, the summer. Looking at some uh, European carriers in a moment and staying with Fly Dubai, if you're going to be traveling with them, they've got a very informative uh, collection of videos, short videos on their website showing you what to do uh, prior to booking a ticket arriving at the airport, on board the aircraft, and uh, when you return or if you are entering Dubai. So what to do at the Dubai airport on uh, arrival in Dubai. So very informative on flydubai.com. Uh, European carriers to uh, commence services to uh, Dubai include Lufthansa, KLM, and uh, Air France. British Airways have made an announcement. They will start services on the uh, 17th of July, which will be London Heathrow to Dubai on alternate days. And that will be going daily in August. So that's the latest news from British Airways. Coming up next, Sir Tim Clark, President and CEO, with his thoughts, his insights to the aviation industry and the flight path for uh, Emirates, as he spoke last month at a virtual event in Dubai, a virtual version of the Arabian travel market. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. My instinct is telling me that by the summer of next year, and I, 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 I go back to the, the two strands of work going on at the moment, the vaccine strand and the, the uh, social distancing side of things, and my bet is falling onto the vaccine strand. Okay, And I believe that, that, as I said, irrespective of the fact that you might not get 100% efficacy, you'll get a vaccine that does the job to a large extent, plus all the other bits and pieces. If we can get a massive global inoculation program going by the 
uh, first quarter of next year. And, and, you know, there's work afoot with the pharmaceuticals, with the greatest minds uh, in medical research, life sciences, pharmaceuticals, whatever. Um, I think we have a fighting chance of getting it. And my bet is on that. So that I believe once we have got everybody through the inoculation process, a bit like we did with polio, with smallpox and everything else, we will start seeing things come back to normal. And that way, I would think by the summer of next year, we will start to see an uptick, quite a large uptick in in demand for travel, uh, both on the short haul and for airlines like ourselves. And we we are very well placed with our business model and our network reach to do just that very quickly. We can activate this fleet probably within 48 hours if we have to. Um, so we are, we are always in a state of readiness, and I believe that that is likely to happen. Going forward into 23, 24, demand will continue to come back unless there is some other major trauma to the global economy. So I think probably by the, by the year 22, 23, 23, 24, we'll see things coming back to some degree of normality and Emirates will be uh, operating its network as it was and hopefully successfully as it was. But you've got to believe, you, you, you've got to, you, you basically got to make a stand and say, in the end, this is what we're going to work towards. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're looking into a big black hole. And when you've got uh, $50 billion worth of assets which are not being employed gainfully, that's nowhere to go. You've got to come up with some kind of solution, map your cash flows, um, and hope for the best and, and plan towards that in the hope that it does come back. But I do feel, I do feel that once we're through this year calendar and we've got through all the things we've talked about, um, that demand will, you know, I'm not saying that, that people have got short memories, mm-hmm. but they are anxious to get on with their lives. They're anxious to enjoy their lives and they all have aspirations. They may be conditioned by difficulties of furloughs, not having enough money in, in, you know, from salaries, etc. That's going to uh, dampen demand in the short term. But after that, once we're into the uh, into well into twenty one, then I think things will change. So Tim Clark, and next we have his views on the state of the aviation industry, not only for Emirates but across the industry. Travel wise, with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Everybody in this business, all airlines, are facing critical cash flow issues. And this isn't about mapping what you like. This is a bit. Uh, this is about surviving the, the present. And you can see it right the way across the uh, airline world. Um, and it, the reality is that the part of the mix of the assessment going forward is what is your fleet like to be? What is the affordability of? New aeroplanes, what is the affordability of existing aeroplanes, etc.? This is for you and me, for planners. We, 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 we've never been there before. We've never been into this rather horrendous situation the airline industry finds itself in. So you're having to rethink exactly what your priorities are. One is survival, of course. And for most of them, as they are, they are uh, being underpinned by state, some of those great private enterprises who never had any subsidies, of course, are now receiving large amounts. Um, and now that is a realisation by the, the government, the public sector, that they, do, they will not survive unless they are bailed out, so to speak. Um, when that tranche of money runs out, is anybody's guess, if you do not get this industry operating very quickly, All the money that's gone into those companies is absorbing the obligations, cash obligations they have at the time, maybe fleet, 
staff, etc., etc. But it presupposes that you will be starting to fly meaningfully and profitably, generating positive cash flow in the next few months. Unfortunately, I don't see it to the scale that these companies need to to meet their cash obligations. So we're nowhere near out of the woods. So when you back that into fleet orders or new aircraft acquisition, the planners of the company, the management of all these companies are looking at one thing, and that's survival and, and keeping the cash where it needs to be, uh, short of going out of business. So I think the aerospace manufacturers, um, they're alive to this, they're aware of this, and they're already seeing signs as aircraft uh, 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 future orders are, are pushed out or even cancelled. Um, unfortunately, until we can get income coming back into this business to the level that it was prior to COVID-19, it's anybody's guess as to how each individual carrier is going to manage the short, medium and long term. But I would suggest that we are nowhere near uh, confident enough that the, the economics the cash flows, the bottom line, are going to be put us in good, uh, a good position uh, to be able to say, yes, we'll buy 100 of this, 100 of that, et cetera, et cetera. I, I'm, I'm not optimistic there, but again, it's short term, short to medium term. Will it come good again in 23, 24? Probably. Uh, but I don't think it's going to happen before then. And in the final segment, Sir Tim talks about their relationships with Fly Dubai and Etihad Airways his thoughts on the return of tourism to Dubai, and a little on his retirement from Emirates. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. But on the, on the fly Dubai side of things, irrespective of COVID-19, the plan was to uh, merge, uh, not merge the carriers, but, but to, to extract route synergies um, and uh, scale economics out of both carriers working far, far closer together than they had before. That was that was an ongoing process, and we were building that relationship until we got the, the hard stop. As soon as we uh, get through this, that uh, bridging, that building will continue. Um, and it has this this uh, last couple of months. We've been able, the plan has been able to set back a little bit and make an assessment of perhaps where this. Um, relationship can be activated a little bit more meaningfully, more profitably, and giving both carriers the synergies that are going. So that's going to continue to, to, to uh, happen, and I think the two airlines will continue to grow together. As far as Etihad is concerned, yes, we, we uh, continue to have a very good working relationship with them. Uh, we remain separate brands, separate entities, and as long as we don't stray into the, uh, the competition area where we, where we really don't breach any rules, where we can work together, we do. Um, but Tony Douglas has been primarily concerned himself with downsizing the airline to get into a better uh, size and shape for what the, the his shareholders require. I think their main thrust has been trying to get it into that kind of shape. Once he's there, and of course this was all before the hard stop, um, once he gets it where he wants it to be, then I'm quite sure that the two airlines will talk again about where they can they can uh, establish relationships for, for mutual benefit. And Tim, a little bit more broadly, and we're running almost out of time, uh, tourism, resilience, uh, Dubai in particular, and Emirates' role in that. Of course, the Expo 2020s had to be postponed, but Dubai has, and indeed uh, with the partnership of Emirates, has made tourism a massive success, a massive part of the economy. Uh, do you think that will uh, be jump-started back into a vigorous life uh, sooner than later? 
Well, I think you, you've got a government who realises the, uh, the, the the situation they're in with regard to the this whole leisure sector, the aviation sector. And they're minded to open Dubai for business as quickly as possible. And I can say this, I, they, there's been an awful lot of work in this city in preparation for reopening, whether it's this mass sterilisation of the, the streets, the the cleaning of everything. So the, the, the city will be ready for international tourists. And they can be assured that they, when they come here, that all the protocols with regard to dealing with the pandemic and its fallout will be in place. Um, and so, and, and because it is such a vital part of the GDP here, uh, no expense will be spared to get the city into good shape. You won't need to disappear at the end of this month from Emirates and to take a, a leisurely retirement. I guess you're going to stick around a little bit longer. Well, I was, I was always going to do that, John. I was taking yes. on a little role anyway. Um, and I've got a great team of people here. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Insights from Sir Tim Clark, President and CEO of Emirates. It was in conversation with John Strickland at the Arabian Travel Market virtual event held in the early part of June. And that's it from me, Phil Blizzard, for this edition of TravelWise. As we say, Dubai is open. TravelWise is a Phil Blizzard radio production. Email me at philblizzardmedia at gmail.com. TravelWise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and And interviews. interviews. A Phil Blizzard radio production.